This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me Simon Calder and once again I am joined by my excellent colleague Charlotte Hindle who is going to pose the questions that uh, many of you are asking on the thorny question today of passport validity you've got your passport it's 10 years old um or that's what it says it is maybe a bit longer um what could possibly go wrong okay so the reason why i thought it was a really good idea to bring up this subject is that lots and lots of people um um, are just emailing you and saying and giving all of their passport details and asking you to check whether their passport is valid for a trip to Europe. Um, So I just wondered if we could just do like a sort of step-by-step guide in terms of uh, what you need to check when and what the first thing is that you should check. But just just at the beginning, what's happened? What's the history behind this? Well, up till Brexit um, or the Brexit withdrawal agreement taking effect on the 1st of January 2021... Um, we we had for decades been in the happy position that your passport was valid up to and including its expiry date um, for travel within Europe. Um, With the Brexit referendum and the withdrawal agreement that the government negotiated, we demanded from Europe that we were treated as third country citizens. That means that we become subject to the same rules as well dozens of other countries where they have uh, passports where you don't need a visa but you do need to meet some quite strict validity conditions okay so if we is the first the first thing that we need to do do we need to look at our passport or do we need to look at our entry point into europe or even our exit point so 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 when we're coming back which one do we look at first well, you just need to look at the issue date and the expiry date of your passport. Okay. So, if we're looking at the issue date, what what are we looking for? Well, your passport cannot be more than 10 years old on the day you intend to enter the European Union um, and the wider Schengen area, which includes Switzerland, um, Iceland, Norway and lots of little countries as well. So, for example, if your passport uh, was issued on, say, the 1st of February 2013, then you wouldn't be able to use it for travelling outbound to the European Union after the 1st of February 2023. Okay, so that says to me that actually you need to have a look at the date when you're expecting to go into Europe first and then to go to your passport do we do we not worry at all about when you're thinking about coming back from Europe? Yes, there is another condition which is all to do with the expiry date. And the rule here is that your passport must have at least 
three months remaining on the uh, day you intend to leave the European Union. So supposing your passport um, expires and many passports are valid for more than 10 years at the moment, supposing it expires on the 1st of August um, 2023, then you would be able to travel to Europe as long as you plan to come back from the 1st of May onwards. And just to explain, lots of countries put in these minimum validity requirements, generally because you know you might fall ill, your plans might change. They don't want your passport running out while you're on their turf. Um, and, you know, obviously I think, you know, a lot of us seem, seem to think that we know what Europe is, but um, um, also there are some countries... Um, uh, uh, where you might not think twice um, um, about what the regulation might be for minimum validity. Um, uh, you know, one of those is, is Turkey, isn't it? Because actually, that's, that's different in terms of minimum validity. Yes. Um, the European Union is the only entity anywhere on earth that I've found that cares when your passport was issued. Um, they have a rule which we asked to become subject to, which is that... Um, passports for the purposes of entering Europe are they expire after 10 years um, that was something that we helped create when we were in Europe everywhere else they are only looking at the expiry date and the rule for Turkey is 150 days remaining on the day that you go into Turkey that's roughly five months um, and then for the rest of the world it's just a case of, of looking at their validity requirements. Is that right? We're not looking at anything else. Yeah, and the, there's this ludicrous um, view around that, um, oh, you've got to have six months on your passport for everywhere. That has never been the case, and it isn't the case, um, except for a few countries. So the most um, notable one, I guess, would be Egypt, where they do insist that you have at least six months remaining. But, for example, for Australia, for um, the US, your passport is valid up to and including the day of expiry. I suggest you probably don't push things as far as the day of expiry because you'll be in those countries. And when you come back to the UK, your passport will, uh, during the journey, have run out and the airline might um, might have an issue with that. But, um, yes, you can just search online for um, FCDO, short for the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office, and the name of the country, and then it will have the entry requirements. Now, for a long time, these were wrong for Europe, um, and uh, it, it took me, um, uh, yeah, a good, good six months to persuade the government to um, put the correct rules in. But they did that in April 2022, and. Now, I believe that uh, the rules are correct for Europe and everywhere else. Thank you very much indeed for listening. If you've got any other questions, best way to get my attention is simply to tweet at Simon Calder. For now, though, thanks very much for your company today, um, both Charlotte and you, the listener, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 